What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Addison, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Hi, friends. My name is Sophie, and I'm the other co-host of Our Hearts Surrendered. Welcome back. We are in August. Uh, we're pre-recording all of these, so it's kind of weird to talk about being in August because we are in June right now, but today we are finishing up one of many, many series that we have been doing, and this week we're talking about what it looks like to look forward, and we are talking about looking forward um, for us, that is college. Um, for you guys, that may, might be something different, but don't stop listening now because this applies to everyone, really. Um, but especially if you're the graduate going into college, this is for you. That is what's up. Guys, we are so stoked. So last week we talked about, I guess, just kind of advice for senior year, our experience of senior year. And now we're talking about the flip side and how we're feeling about college. One thing I mentioned last week that I was like, oh, I'll talk about it next week instead, was that there is such a dichotomy of emotions between feeling so excited to leave and make new friends and also so sad about leaving and making new friends. Because like, I don't know, not everybody on the, that's listening to this is going to feel this way. And that's totally okay. Like that is just your own experience. Um, but Sophie and I, I would say, are very deeply rooted in the communities that we're in. Like, I'm very deeply rooted in my hometown and in my church and in my school and like all that, like in my work, everything that I do, I'm so like aware and so um, engulfed by everything that I do, which is awesome. And it's been such a gift, but it also makes it so hard to leave. And I think that's honestly like I'm trying to rework my mindset and make it to where I'm just like purely thankful for that. And it's a work in progress. But honestly, the fact that it's so hard to leave is such a gift because not everybody has that experience. Like I just mentioned, like some people hated high school. It was rough. It was tough. And I totally understand that. Some people don't have the best family life or the home life or friends or all of these different things. Their work is in like a toxic environment, that kind of thing. And they're just excited to leave. And that's I'm excited for you. Like, get out of there. Go do your thing in college. That's so exciting. But making it hard to leave, like, is kind of a good thing in my mind. Like, that's what I'm trying to convince myself is that, like, what a gift from the Lord that it's so hard to leave because I'm so loved and, like, love so hard while I'm here. Does that make sense? So, yeah, I would say what I've been feeling most of this, like, uh, season would be just like this overwhelming sense of gratitude. Like I'm just very grateful for like, for instance, I was feeling very thankful um, on graduation day that my dad got to see me graduate. And that was just something that I was really um, overwhelmed with gratitude for. So, and also like, I'm just really grateful um, for the opportunity to be at the church that I'm at and really grateful that um I do get to kind of close the season out because um like Addy was saying that it's it's really sad but it's it's okay that it's sad and it can also come with a lot of gratitude of the things that are happening like it it's okay for it to be like super hard to leave but um I think I'm leaving with a grateful heart for um what like the memories that I've made and um, just the experiences that I've been able to have. Yeah, a hundred percent. Honestly, like a big part of looking forward to these next few years 
is the unknown um of just like how am I gonna do in college like I love independence I've always been very independent so I'm not really like scared of being alone or like without my parents I'm sad about it like I'm gonna miss them so much and like all the things that they do for me um but I'm not as scared as I know some people might be I think like what I'm the most fearful of is kind of just the unknown and like not fully trusting the Lord in that, which is something I'm working on. But like, I know that I have made such good decisions in high school and have had many opportunities to like expand my discipline and like work through that. And I also know that my roommate is awesome and is going to hold me accountable to these things. And I know that I have community there and I have my older brother at college and just all these different things. And also my community from at home, like we can still talk, we can still text, we can still call. Sophie and I are going to be talking every week, hopefully. Like it's just going to be a thing. And like, I'm so thankful for that. Honestly, this episode is just us being thankful apparently, but looking forward, I think it's easy to be scared when you're going into college or scared when you're going into high school or scared when you're leaving college. I think all of that is normal. That unknown is like honestly just the best place for Satan to thrive if we're not aware of that temptation to not fully trust God. I say this a lot, but I always have the tendency to trust God's plan, but not the process. I heard my mentor say that like probably junior, sophomore year. And like ever since then, I'm like, yeah, let me trust and surrender to the process as well as the plan wholeheartedly. Yeah, I think a lot of fears that I've talked to people about and also that I face is um, fear of like loneliness. I think there's a big fear going into college, um, especially when you did find really great community in high school. Like what if um, I don't find anyone that like truly knows me and loves me the way that um, my community back at home does. And I'm not comparing that to the way Jesus knows and loves us. I'm talking about the way like that people know and love us. Um, and I think that's a, that was a fear that I faced a lot um, at the beginning of this year and um, something that I just had to tell myself is maybe you'll find community um, that is just great or even better, or maybe you might feel alone. Um, either way, the Lord is still walks with you and um, he loves you far more than any person could. And so I think um, that doesn't necessarily always make that anxiety go away. Um, that's still real and it's okay to feel that way. Um, and it's okay. Like what are you saying to feel the un- fear, the unknown, but it's genuinely like trusting the Lord through that and um, understanding that, no matter what happens, no matter if it's the greatest four years of your life or they're really hard, like we still need the Lord, no matter what the season holds, we still um, need to choose to depend on him because ultimately um, it's going to be even harder and even worse if we forget the Lord or if we choose not to surrender to the Lord, that that's probably the worst thing you, I could do because I desperately need the Lord. So I think going into it saying, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what this next week, month, even tomorrow is going to look like, but I know that I need the Lord because I think the minute that we give up, the minute we try to do things on our own and 
not depend on the Lord is when everything falls apart, honestly. Yeah, that's like the one consistent thing in my life is how badly I need the Lord and like how powerful and the fact that he remains on his throne, right? Like we could go through the worst breakup of our lives or we could hate the college that we chose, but the Lord is still sitting on his throne and he still died in our place. Um, So that means he still remains worthy of all praise and all worship. And something that I'm thinking about a lot, because as we're recording this, I have three more days until I leave for camp, which means essentially I have maybe a total of a week, a week and a half back at home and like with my people until I leave for college. Like between now and then I'll also be at camp and like doing things like that, which is so exciting and so fun, but it's, it doesn't make it easy to leave these people. Like I just had to say bye to like one of my best friends and like, we were just hanging out. We actually went to the racetrack, which was awesome. Literally such a cool experience, but it was still sad. And it's hard. Like we talk about this every week now. It's like hard to lean in when you know that you're going to have to move away. And like, I genuinely like had to apologize to my friend the other day. Cause I was like, I'm so sorry if it feels like I have been unintentional and unloving and short with you over the past few weeks. It is not right of me to do that. Here's why. Like, I was like, I'm feeling the weight of having to move and it's hard to love wholeheartedly. And like, it's easy to make excuses. It's easy for me to be like, oh, well, I'm so tired and I'm so sad. And like, that's why I haven't been hanging out with these people. Or that's why I haven't been going to church or reading my Bible. When in all reality, like God is still worthy of praise and like surrender. Your friends are still worthy of love and like owning up to your sin and your fault, even when it feels warranted is a big part of making sure relationships stay secure. And when we go to college, like Sophie and I are going to be an hour and a half apart. Like it's not that far, but some of my friends, like my best friend and I are going to be seven and a half, eight hours apart. And like, that's so hard. And it's easy for me to be like, well, that's the end of that friendship. That's tough. It was fun while it lasted, but like, it doesn't have to be that way. If there are relationships that are like that, that's totally okay. If you're going to a new high school next year, a new middle school, new job, wherever, like whatever it may be, it's okay. If you like pull back from relationships that just aren't fruitful, But if you want to hold on to a relationship and you both have that mutual agreement that you value and love each other and want that, like it can be done. And it's just kind of a thing of like working it into your schedule. I literally was talking to my mom about this because I just made my schedule right now. It's like June 24th. So we're almost done with June, but I literally just built my schedule for A&M next year, like all of my classes and everything. And she was like, okay, so now is when you look at it and you build in your time. She was talking about a time in church and stuff like that. But also I do a lot better when I'm being active and she knows that So respectfully. She was like, now you build in time for your workout every day or every other day, whatever she wants, what you, I want it to be. So like, she didn't mean it. And I'm like, you have to work out every single day, but she knows that it's better for my mental health. And I also, I was like, yeah, I do a lot better when, with my mental health whenever I work out. So she's like, now is when you look at your schedule and you say, this is what time I'm going to work out on these days. And this is when I'm going to call Conley on these days at these times. And this is when I do this. And this is when I do this so that it's built into my schedule. So that it's like, I know that I'm going to spend time with the Lord at this time on Tuesdays and this time on Wednesdays so that when I get to school, I can start building the habit immediately. Next week, you're going to hear from one of our friends. His name is Grant Woodward about um, general advice for how to pursue Christ in college. 
And I know I understand that not everybody that is listening to this podcast is going to college. Like it doesn't apply to just college kids though. It applies to everybody. One of the things he said that he was quoting somebody else who we also know anyways, point being was that if you don't go to church within the first three weeks, you're not going to go. Same thing goes for if you're not going to class for the first three weeks, if you're not reaching out to people that are from your hometown within the first three weeks, if you're not working out for the first three weeks, like you're just not going to do it. And it's easy. And like, sometimes it's okay to let things go. Like, it's okay. If I wanted to stop going to F45 or whatever it is, I can let it go. When I go to college, you can let it go now if you want to, like, it's okay. That's totally fine. But if you want to build a habit and you want to hold on to things from your hometown, from your old life to help you feel grounded and secure. Like you can do that, but you also have to be diligent and being like, I'm starting now. I'm starting time with the Lord every morning now, like right now for the next 27 days until that habit is formed. And I'm not going to miss a day. And if I do, I'll restart that kind of thing. Yeah. I think for me, going back to the whole, uh, checking out, uh, I've done this my entire life. I, I know what it's rooted in. I won't get into all that because we'd be here for a while. Um, but my self-preservation or like walls kick in um when I start to feel like change or anything and um I push people away because of that fear of hurt and so um instead of leaning in I choose to be like well gonna just avoid that real quick and we're just gonna cut the ties while while things are um not emotional so then um they don't have to get emotional which is um not healthy at all so um I would encourage you to just this is thing that I did just realize like a lot of the goodbyes that you're going to have, um, when moving on, no matter what you're moving on to, like, they're gonna be hard. They're going to be sad. Um, but that doesn't give you the excuse to stop, um, pursuing them, um, because of the fear of something being hard or sad, like that shouldn't stop it because if it did let you stop it, then you'd miss out on so many things, um, that are happening like now. Cause I keep telling myself like, well, you're not saying goodbye today. You're not saying goodbye right now. Like you still have time with these people. Um, so lean into that. And something else that I've really learned and been encouraged by is one of my best friends. Um, I moved schools when I went into 10th grade and one of my best friends were still friends. Um, and we just made it a priority to be friends, um, despite not going to the same school together. And, uh, I'm not in contact with anyone else from that school that I went to, um, just time and choices that I made, but I decided that I was going to be friends with her, this one person, because, um, she's a really great friend. And I just knew like, this is something, a relationship that I really want in my life. And so we made it a priority and it was not always easy, or I guess you could say like a perfect friendship, I guess, like there's some points in time where we probably didn't see each other for like six months, but we made it work. And, um, I've been encouraged by that, that like what Addy was saying, if you want to something to last and you're both on the same page, like, and you're trying your best, then like, just keep at it, you know? And it doesn't like going to college doesn't mean that everything is just going to end all at once. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think, I've had such a, like, such a gift to be able to watch my older brother go through this before I did it, because then I didn't have to be the first one. Tough for the first kid that's moving out. Tough. But something that I've learned from him is that intentionality 
with calling your parents, calling your friends. Take time to call your just your dad, call just your mom, call just your brother. Like there were times where Weston, my older brother, would literally just call me. And then if I was like, do you want to talk to mom and dad? He'd be like, sure. But like the intentionality behind that was that he was thinking about us. He was thinking about me. He was thinking about Aaron. He was thinking about my parents individually. And he just wanted to spend time talking to each one of us individually, which just like helped the transition because it made me feel like loved and seen. And I like am so sad about leaving my family. And like, that is so hard. But Wes and I got a lot closer when he went to college. And I think that was something I like wasn't expecting because distance, like you would think it makes it harder. But that intentionality like wasn't there when we were in high school together. So it's like, I'm going to go to college and mature and grow and then come home and get to share that with my family. And I'm like, that's so exciting. And then another thing is that when you go to college or when you move or do other things, whatever it may be, you get to meet so many new people. And like, I love meeting new people. I'm so extroverted. And I think about how many people you have the opportunity to talk to and share the light of Christ with. That is so cool. And it's like, it doesn't take away the scariness of like, oh my gosh, I have to make new friends. I'm leaving everything I've known. Like that's just very much real. And like, it's so okay to feel that. But like, I think just being okay with having emotions, like that's my biggest encouragement. Let, let me just say that my biggest encouragement to anybody that's going through this transition and this movement um, is learn how to feel your feelings because I hate feelings and having to feel so many has been so exhausting for like months. And like, honestly, the most helpful thing for me was somebody being like, it's okay to be sad. Like, it's okay to cry about it. It's okay to be excited and it's okay to be happy about it. And like both of them existing in the same space is hard, but let them, let them bump into each other. Let them like the bittersweetness of it is so real and so valid. Um, and like, if I wasn't allowing myself to feel them, I would crash and burn at some point, probably first semester of college, probably first semester of your senior year of high school, first semester of your junior year, whatever it may be. First three months of your new job, first three months of living alone. Um, just let yourself feel your emotions. Like it's such a gift from the Lord that we get to feel like we could just be little robots that don't feel anything all the time. And we just exist to praise God. And like, that's all we do. But the Lord has gifted us in that we get to have connections of people and emotions and build roots where we're at and feel things because of that. Like Jesus had emotions. Jesus wept. Shortest verse in the Bible. It's in Matthew. Jesus wept when his friend died. And I'm sure that he was sad when he had to move cities all the time. And like, how cool is it that we serve a God that like just feels the same things that we feel and has been in our position before? No, Jesus didn't go to college and start high school and whatever, but he still very much felt. I would say that my last thing that I'm going to say is that shared emotion and experience create close relationships. That's what relationships is built on. Shared experience and shared emotions. So you're not the only one. I'm not the only one that's sitting here crying about moving to college in two weeks or what, however long it is from now, right? Obviously not two weeks for us, but when this is recorded or released, um, I'm not. So don't give yourself the pride, like that's prideful is what it is. Thinking you're the only one in a situation, that's pride. That's self-pity. That is like also linked to pride. That's the root of that. 
you're not the only one. So be vulnerable with your community, be vulnerable with your friends. Say, Sophie, I'm struggling. I'm so sad that I'm leaving. Whoever it is, your parents, whatever, be vulnerable with them. It sucks. It's so embarrassing to cry in front of your parents for some reason, or at least it is for me, but like, it's just real. And honestly, like I find comfort in knowing that I'm not, not in other people's like pain or whatever, but like in the fact that I'm not the only one that's sad about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that last week a lot, but, um, like a lot of what the emotions that you feel, especially senior year, no one really talks about them. Um, so just know we're, we're right there with you. Um, I think that wraps up the episode, so I'll pray us out and then, um, we'll just wish you guys a great week. Um, dear Lord, thank you for today. I thank you for the opportunity to talk about your faithfulness in our lives and the gratitude that we feel towards the um, last four years of high school that we've gotten to experience. And I just pray over the future and I pray over um, whatever that may hold for us. I pray that um, no matter where we go or what we do, we would remember that you walk with us and that um, we can depend on you because you are good and you are holy um, despite sin, despite circumstances, um, you are still good. Uh, We love you. We praise you. uh, We thank you for today. And we just pray for the listeners. They would have a great week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for listening this week. We have an Instagram at ourheartsurrendered and an email at ourheartsurrendered at gmail.com. If you want to talk to us, let us know how you're feeling. Let us know what grade you're starting, where you're going next, whatever it may be. Talk to us. If you are struggling, we want to know. We want to pray. We want to come alongside you. Um, we love you guys. We genuinely do. We genuinely pray for you. We want to hear how you're feeling about this podcast. If you want to leave a rating and review, go for it on any podcast platform. It's cool. Um, read brokenvesselsblog.com if you want kind of a written out version of this. I just wrote it a few days ago, so I know for sure it'll be posted this time. And I think that about covers it. Again, thank you guys so much for listening this week and let's strive to live and wholehearted surrender this week.